0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Chronicles of Nannia. My name is Martha Reddick and I am your host. Uh, This is a podcast made for nannies as a nanny resource podcast by me, a nanny, to help you come up with ideas to do with the kids that you nanny. Um, For this First episode, though, I'm going to spend some time introducing myself and giving a little bit of a background about how I got into nannying and uh, why I love it. Uh, And to help me with that, my guest for this episode is my fiancé and co-producer, Logan Nielsen. Hi. Hello. Welcome.
1: Hi. I am am not a nanny. No. Because after this, you are going to have nannies on.
0: Yes, as my uh, guest, I will have friends of mine who are also nannies.
1: Right. But
0: for this episode, I because you're
1: kind of the guest of this episode a little bit, a of, little bit. Of why of why you're you're doing this show? Because you because you you brought this up just not that long ago. You just suddenly started talking about how you wanted to do something with nannying. Because
0: right, because it. It is my full-time job. And um, and also, it's something that I love. And whenever I post pictures on Facebook or Instagram of projects that I'm doing with the kids, I get a lot of really great response. And, oh, my gosh, what a good idea. And so I thought this would be a good way to share that with others um, of my friends. Because a lot of my friends nanny. Yeah.
1: Which, well, we uh, it's it's a more and more... I don't know, common uh, job now than it ever used to be. It's a very common occupation. and I mean, especially us, we're in the arts. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a comedian and you're an actress, and so there's you, a lot of people. <laughs> there was
0: also, um, uh, I believe it was a New Yorker article about how many, many people who have gotten their degrees in education are choosing to be nannies rather than go into education because...
1: You might, hear, you, you might hear some rustling. We're pushing back our dog. We have a dog. Uh, The reason why we're having to push her back, she's trying to get between us. Uh, we're, should we just reveal? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're recording.
0: From inside a fort that I a built. A blanket
1: fort, <laughs> yeah. Because that's going to be kind of the topic of this episode.
0: Yes. So after I introduce myself and uh, talk about my background a little bit, we're going to talk about my fort building philosophies because <laughs> I feel very strongly about them.
1: Yeah. But it's it's uh, it's an enclosed space that we have, and our dog was trying to to barrel through. And she she
0: sees how awesome my yeah. floor building skills and are. And there's just
1: not a lot of room. She's about to bang into both of the the <laughs> mic stands that we have, and she she has a cone on too because she's uh, <laughs> she's recovering from some procedures she says She's she's good.
0: She's she's doing but, really uh, well.
1: But it just it gives her. Uh, a giant weapon attached to her head. <laughs> so yes, she just knocks stuff over. But I'm, I'm sorry.
0: So anyway, uh, the in the article it talked about how um, a lot of people with teaching degrees are choosing right. to go into nannying instead of teaching in a classroom um, because nannying, sadly, pays more a lot of the time. Yeah, well, um, and
1: and we're out of Chicago, where yeah. the education system is. <laughs>
0: Is in a is sad, sad state. Some people are making some poor decisions in
1: politics. So it is it is strange if you actually want to help children you need to just go spend time at one of their houses. Yes. (laughs) There's really they can't come to you anymore. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. And it is It is really rewarding. Uh, I actually... Okay, so let's talk about my background. I have my master's in secondary English education Mm. with a theater um, degree tacked on to that. And... So I spent a year teaching high school and I, I really did enjoy it. But I realized in that year that there was no way that I could pursue any sort of artistic fulfillment on my own if I was going to be in charge of a classroom, especially a high school English classroom, because there's you put in, you know, your 40 hour work week and then you have papers to grade mm-hmm. and you have lesson plans mm-hmm. to do. And so When I moved to Chicago, I decided uh, that I was not going to teach, but I missed working with kids a lot. Um, And so when I first got here, I I actually was taking kind of any job I could get. And a family friend of mine uh, reached out and asked if I could take notes for a business meeting that she was having. Um, that was over a dinner and I said sure yes anything that will pay me would be great (laughs) (laughs) Um, the rent is crazy here Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I went and when we were sitting down to dinner so that I could take notes uh, I asked does any of this have tree nuts in it and Uh, the woman that I was working for said, oh my gosh, are you allergic? And I said, yes, yes I am. And like I have an EpiPen for it, but I would prefer not to use it. And, um, And she was like, do you babysit? And it turns out that her twins are both allergic to nuts and peanuts and finding a babysitter who understood that and knew how to look at labels and knew how to operate an EpiPen was a, a find for her,
1: and that's what, and that's just what got you in it, <laughs> and was, that's what
0: got me started. And then was
1: saying like, yeah, no, I, I know what I, nuts are. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> it's just
0: <laughs> I, I know my way around an epipen. Uh, and then actually, my second uh, nanny job in the city was also for a child who had allergies. Uh, I went on the website Sitter City and put my profile out there, and and after. Getting that first job, kind of because of my nut allergy, I decided to include it. It finally
1: paid off for something.
0: It really did. Uh, And with the price of EpiPens... (laughs) I'm glad that it has because they are crazy <laughs> yeah. expensive.
1: So it's now it is now a problem that is paying for itself now.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and my joke uh, when the first couple years that I was here, because all of my families were allergic to something, uh, is that my master's in education was getting me less work than
1: <laughs> than your severe allergy to my tree allergy.
0: <laughs> Yep, than my knowledge of an EpiPen. Oh. Um, so that's how I got started. Um, cause you,
1: you had never, did you have any plan on going into nannying before that? Was there ever any?
0: No, I had certainly, um, babysat and I had always known that I wanted to work with children in some capacity. I somewhat expected it would be older children. Um, that's cause of your secondary, cause of yeah. my secondary education degree. But, um, But when I was 12, I did take a class at the YMCA in babysitting where they really, yes, I did. Um, One, because I was bored and it was summer and I missed school.
1: Oh you miss school. I did. Yeah this, this is this is not so much about the nannying podcast but this is this is just the difference between me and Martha is that she misses school she misses the structure the the homework all oh, the, man. the and I I could I miss not so miss much. that any less. I could <laughs> not. I, when I got out of high school I was so thrilled to not only be out of high school but also to leave my hometown <laughs> and to just go into the world and then college was just like I just was doing that to do that and I <laughs> No I'm I that was over too.
0: I, I very much. Uh, I'm. I love learning, uh, but I. I do also the the part about structures also very well. And important that's
1: to me. and that's something that's that'll probably be covered in future episodes because yes. you're such a you're such a nut for for organizing and, and planning and planning, which goes great with creating activities. Yes, but also in just you know and things my, you have to keep track of for kids
0: my masters degree in education certainly helped with that my knowledge of how to make a lesson plan i i never i don't think i've ever typed up a formal lesson plan for a nannying activity but i certainly do use the same structure of what is the objective of this activity and right. what are the materials that i need and things like that which i learned in grad school For education.
1: So there's going to be a lot of... There's going to be a lot of worksheets you can download for this podcast. Oh, (laughs) yeah.
0: Probably that is true.
1: But, okay, so uh, real quick, this... this babysitting class at the YMCA. This is the first I've heard of this. Yeah. What? So, what did that entail? What?
0: What is? Well, it came with. They were just
1: like, ah, um, oh, just you know, outlets. Don't let them touch it. Like it. Was,
0: it <laughs> that was covered. That was a page. <laughs> was, um, it was a
1: full page. Yeah. How big was the font?
0: Uh, there was <laughs> some some coloring activities.
1: <laughs> um, for okay.
0: For you or the child. Because remember, I was twelve, which really isn't old enough to really be in charge of anything. That's the John Mullaney joke of a horse oh, babysitting a dog. Like, oh, <laughs> a dog. Um, we were
1: dogs without horses. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, but in it, it it did have a CPR element to it. So I became CPR certified by taking the class, which was one of the reasons. Um, and then also. It came up with activities for babysitters, which now, like thinking back on them, they're it's like m- maybe play hide and seek with them. Um, like they weren't <laughs> great ideas.
1: Ever heard of board
0: games? Yeah.
1: I don't know, try one of those. It's the game says how to use it, so yeah. we did it, So that's all we're covering. Yeah. Thanks for Just coming.
0: Open the box. Um, yeah. and and it was like go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't great ideas, but it it shows my interest at a young age <laughs> in taking care of smaller children.
1: And then, did you you did some babysitting when you were younger too? I,
0: yes, I did. Um, yeah, I did. I, uh, some of it was, you know, the kids across the street—they're right. having a party, and I'm the one in charge of all of them. But
1: um, I, I babysat a couple of kids one summer. Yeah. Like once a week. So the, it, it makes sense I'm on the show.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: I've, I've dabbled in, in child care.
0: Yeah. Um, but I, I think
1: I was like 13 or yeah. something. I also was a horse watching dogs. Yeah, I let, also should not have.
0: We let kids watch other kids. It especially especially the more the rural you get. The yes. more rural
1: you get, they're just like, eight, no, you can handle these. Like, exactly. Like... Yeah.
0: In the city, that certainly doesn't happen as much because if there's an emergency... Yeah, like Lord knows when the police are gonna show up. <laughs> it yeah. might take a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, So it's good to have someone that can handle it until then. Um, but anyway, and so I moved to Chicago five years ago now. So Something I have like I've been nannying for almost five years. because um, I moved like right in August it. and I started. With my first family in November. Wow. So.
1: And then, since then, you've, I mean, you've nannied full-time since then for a bunch Mm -hmm. of different families. You've been referred by family to other, like every family you've gotten, you never really had to apply for. No, I've
0: never applied since that, uh, Sitter City, uh, is the only, that one family on Sitter City is the only time I've ever applied, um for a job
1: you've done that and then now you're you you work with theater companies with the educational outreach with kids and stuff like that and just i'm just saying your credits to make thank them look you look good i'm just trying thank to-
0: you so much <laughs> yes i do uh so work this, with
1: i'm a comedian so a, i i've studied you know carson and, and, and letterman this is what they do i'm asking <laughs> oh, you a question thank making- you
0: thank you so much <laughs> um but yeah i i work with theater companies uh in their educational outreach and uh and then I nanny full time. And now I'm I'm down to mostly just two families. I still visit uh, and do date nights with some of my original kids. But most well, the, of them, sadly. The, the parents have, go on the date nights. Right. You, I don't. Yeah, you you know, that's you true. Know,
1: taking the kids out to a nice restaurant. And no, no, no. <laughs> seeing how things are. And no,
0: yeah. no. Uh, we mostly
1: Yeah. Well there's there's some because 'cause you've some of the families that you've worked for a long time you've become very attached to. And some yes. of them are, some of them are outgrowing you a little bit. Yes. And they <laughs> are. I think yeah. I think everyone can hear how you feel about that. <laughs> so that it's at times when you will ask like, Hey, uh this coming Thursday, you know, this family wants me to are we doing anything? And I'm like, I don't really know and she's like, Okay, because 'cause I'd like to so if if there's anything I'm just then just go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I really enjoy uh seeing the kids that i i've known since they were two yeah and some of them are seven now
1: yeah that's crazy
0: i know they've grown so much
1: because that's such a that's such a huge leap like as kids like from that that range yeah going from helpless to then like i guess i have to go to school now like that in that specific area right yep so yeah you do and watching
0: their personalities develop mm-hmm. is amazing um and and super rewarding because things that there were glimmers of them being interested in when they were younger then blossom and sometimes you know they they also become not interested in things anymore but uh, one little boy is very interested in Star Wars and now he can run circles around. <laughs> My knowledge certainly. With- yeah,
1: the amount just well, with you have the amount of times you will text me. Yes, uh, it'll be a picture of a superhero or a Star Wars character, and you'll just be like, "Who's this?"
0: <laughs> because I don't know. <laughs> and they will the- ask
1: you until you.
0: <laughs> they do, uh, and the. The kids that I'm I'm with sometimes will be like, "Can Logan come over because he seems to know more about this than you do?
1: Yeah, we need to talk to the guy yeah. who's read the comics, you know, <laughs> like, not talk to the lady who's talked to the guy who read the comics. Exactly.
0: And I I know you know the I I really only know the movies because um, right. I've never read the comics, and so um my knowledge is is subpar so the in their the, eyes
1: the second they pick up a comic they are expanded universe to you and exactly you
0: <laughs> and and they have like magnets of expanded universe characters and that's where you'll get texts yeah um cuz they're kind of old school drawings too yeah. i've had that
1: my mom will call me too when she's when she's with my nephew and she'd be like we found this one <laughs> he looks like this <laughs> cuz my nephew's very I mean he's brilliant. He's a yes, very smart yes. kid, but also he 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 needs to know the answer. He right. Does, he just wants to know. Can't walk who this away. is what's their story.
0: Right. But anyway, yeah, sorry. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry I
1: keep diverting. I, I'm we made the mistake of building a, a blanket fort in we the summer. Did. It is so hot. It's so we hot are in here. We're sweating so much right now.
0: Yes. Um <laughs> but let's let's segue let's into transition talking transition into that, yeah. Yeah, about the fort. So um well, and
1: some too, I, I think dish you didn't say up top that, but like you're also gonna on this show, you're gonna be covering stuff like this, like forts and activities, but also you're gonna cover like real issues. issues
0: exactly and and I've got um some friends that each have their own set of specific stories or or just expertise, sometimes expertise about about more serious topics as well Well,
1: and some yeah you of some of the people you have lined up too gave you ideas that you just utilized recently when you switched to a newer family exactly yeah and stuff like that
0: because there is something and this is one of the reasons that i wanted to do this show is is nannying can be so isolating it's the same Mm. as stay-at-home moms that never go out and socialize um because when it's just you and the one to three children that you're most likely watching um, that can be really really isolating well and
1: one well, it's it's even weirder because you have essentially a parental role right but you also have to answer to the actual parents
0: yes and sometimes through the children yeah. so the way that the children see how the day went is Often the only impression that the parents are getting of the day, especially
1: right when you first start, before yes. they know who you are.
0: Yes, and so, um, and so, just these are that's a a topic that we'll cover, um, kind of that transitioning into a new family.
1: Yeah. What are what are some other things? You, anything you want to tease of maybe things you're gonna cover? Yeah. Up?
0: Um. We also uh, one that I'm I'm really excited about because it's been a huge hit with every Uh, set of kids that I've ever done it with is a spy day. um, That's a whole day uh, dedicated to to being spies. And uh, photo scavenger hunts is another big one that I love to do with kids. And that one's super nice because you can do it different seasons. Um, Another is sibling rivalries is something that we've got on how the books. Start them and yeah. How to stardom. Yeah. 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 How to, <laughs> how to really, really pit, how to pit them pit against, them each, against other. <laughs> each other. Just point out the flaws. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, just kidding. Just kidding. It's the exact opposite.
0: Yes. No, how to how to help uh, new siblings, new big sisters or big brothers uh, learn to love their younger sibling because a lot of times that's a really tricky, hard thing for and, a kid. Uh,
1: and something, one you'll be covering soon too because it's going to be happening right as this is coming out going back to school
0: yes yes going back to school and and separation anxiety that comes with that sometimes
1: especially because because you're going to be you have siblings that you're working with one is going to go to school and one's going to be home right and And that's a whole different thing
0: yes and then also uh kindness and helping foster empathy in the kids that you nanny, um, the world needs a little bit more of that, and so we'll we'll talk about some activities this that will help this with that.
1: Sounds like a great idea for a show. Oh my I gosh. I don't know. Thanks if, so much. I don't know if my my write off has been clear from the fact that I just set up a bunch of sound equipment in a blanket fort, <laughs> but I've just I, now I think I'm fully on board.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> Well, welcome. Thanks.
1: But, uh, <laughs> um, speaking of blanket forts, though.
0: Yes. So we built a blanket fort with what what we had, uh, which I will cover first. And then I'll talk about what I usually use in the places that I nanny because most of them have similar things. So we used uh, in one corner, we have a mic stand, which probably will not be. In the place I mean, that you, you nanny. don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You should always look around um, and see what you can find. Uh, in another corner, we used a step ladder yeah. uh, with a chip clip um, to help hold to hold the the, the sheet, sheet on. on top of it. Um, in another corner, we have a, a director's chair, um, uh, yep, that's, that which a, is great. And then a
1: gift from my time in film school.
0: Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then in our, our last corner is a rocking chair, which has yeah. a, a very high back. So that's that's really what I would suggest starting with is, is trying <laughs> to find the highest back chair. Um, and a lot of families have nice high back dining room chairs, right. which is great. Um
1: we just don't. We don't have that. Yeah, we,
0: we don't have that. We're not fancy. We've,
1: we, we've decided to not settle on the uh, the extravagant dining set for yeah, our, for our
0: <laughs> smaller, still...
1: small-ish Chicago <laughs> apartment.
0: <laughs> yes, we're waiting on that.
1: We've decided, yeah, we're waiting on the <laughs> the giant table that we can sit on either end. And
0: Yes. Um, but if the family that you nanny for does have a giant table, that's great because just build around that
1: and also make sure they're not vampires because oh, i've yeah. only it,
0: that's key
1: usually when i see those they're in movies that take place in large gothic castles it's yeah. usually when you see tables like that so yeah. that is
0: like red flag red number flag. one
1: <laughs> if you're you in a castle and there's a long table just maybe you've either gone back in time or, or this is some sort of vampire situation
0: yeah um and they don't all turn out like twilight <laughs> some turn out better. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Some turn out funnier. <laughs> yeah. More fun. Better movies in general. In general. Better.
0: But anyway, so what I would suggest doing is going into the linen closet of the family that you're nannying for and finding their largest fitted sheet. Um, fit two corners of that sheet around the corners of the dining room table, the um, opposite ends of that long table um and then placing chairs out as far as you can get them
1: so you st- you start with the table and you branch out from the. and table. i branch
0: out from the table interesting c- because the table provides for children it provides a really nice height usually um, for children that you're nannying, especially because usually those are in That's, the two to five range. You know, it's
1: kind of an extension of the fort itself, because you're because you're building the fort at the end of the table, right? Right, and then yeah. so you you're utilizing the whole table. You're covering the table in sheets, or covering br- the table. Oh, okay. Table I thought you were branching sheets. off of it. No, so your table is like a hallway. Like a, no, foie, like a foyer.
0: Which you can do that as well. Um But no, I meant cover... So wait,
1: are you just are you just talking about putting a sheet on a table? Because that doesn't sound like you built a fort.
0: No, that's step one.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then,
0: <laughs> and then you place two dining room chairs facing away from the table. Okay. Put the other end of the fitted sheet because usually if they have nice high back chairs for a dining room table, they also have a king size bed for the parents. But if not, it's usually a queen, which is, is big enough. Um, and so you place those two dining room chairs, as far away from the table as you can and put that fitted sheet over it.
1: Well, so I'm saying that's what I'm sa- I was saying, you're branching off of the table. The so right, the, the fort the, itself isn't the table.
0: The sheet goes over the table though. It's covering the, the table. The entire table. Yeah, and okay. then branching off of that because a table is usually smaller than a king size or queen size bed.
1: Right. Unless it's one of those giant yes, ones in a gothic exactly. castle. Yes. Exactly. Okay. And then, gotcha.
0: and then they probably have a bigger bed too, right.
1: um, and also why build a fort because you're in a castle?
0: Exactly. <laughs> There's probably secret passages. Find those.
1: Probably start pulling books on the shelf. That's so it's going to spin,
0: which is my next suggestion. So to counterbalance, what <laughs> to counterbalance the dining room chairs so that they don't tip. Is use
1: books. Is, what is you're gonna, use books. Okay. I was going <laughs> to see how is she going to bring this one home? <laughs>
0: but if while you're pulling, how's she sticking the
1: landing on that segue?
0: If while you're pulling books, you find a secret passage, abandon the <laughs> fort and go explore that,
1: That's is my yeah, advice. That's, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Um, so counterbalance with, with those books um, so that it's structurally sound. Because the last thing you want to have happen is a fork collapse on a child.
1: I'm truly waiting for ours to collapse on yeah. as well, It is. It looks like it is losing weight and I'm waiting for that to happen. Yeah.
0: Um, and securing that fitted sheet, especially on the chairs, but on the table too, uh, with chip clips is... Uh, a really really good idea because that just keeps it nice and secure and not falling given if the sheet falls that's the other nice thing about a sheet is that if the sheet falls it's okay yeah um, so from there then I build off of that so in one of the family's that I nanny for, the dining room table is right next to the couch. So I build it from the dining room table to the couch and then extend. So a lot of kids have like pop-up tent type things right. that you can put next to it, like a fire truck or a Disney princess castle. Wait, what? What do you talking about? They have these pop-up tents that...
1: I know, but then you said like a truck?
0: Yeah, one of them is a fire truck.
1: That, like that, just, just the... Like a picture on it is a yeah. fire truck, or it yeah. is a fire truck.
0: I mean, it is, but it's because it's painted on the little plastic sides.
1: What? So <laughs> it's. I do not understand <laughs> what this is. Is does it? Is it in the shape of a tent?
0: It's in the shape of a fire truck.
1: Oh, it is. Okay, but it's
0: made of like tent material, and you know, like the bendy uh, parts, like the, the poles. The, yeah, the, yeah, the little. It poles has in it. it has poles in it, but they're all. In case you don't take them out and put them back together, right? But it folds down right, I know into a square. Are, but it
1: looks like a fire truck.
0: Yeah, it looks like a fire truck.
1: Oh wow, it's is. pretty cool. Well, just that's I was, since I was a kid, those those shapes have gotten crazier they've got more fans yeah they have the pop-up tent technology it doesn't
0: have like wheels on it and it doesn't roll
1: i didn't think it had (laughs) wheels on it but it does have them painted i did not think it was an actual fire truck because then you would say no for some reason we go outside and the children play in the fire truck they own (laughs) i didn't think okay it could hook up to a hydrant i didn't think anything like that
0: there's no pole to slide down well, that would, the fire that would be a
1: firehouse. Now okay. that's a whole other thing. Now you're saying Never mind. This is <laughs> anyway, this is a mobile fire truck fire station situation. A back, fire a fire RV.
0: Back to forts. So from there you can build Always
1: dodging the big questions.
0: <laughs> from there you can build off of that and expand into other regions. Um another way that I build forts frequently is um If they have their beds in the same room, if there's two kids and their beds are in the same room, a lot of times that provides you the space in between those beds will provide you with a really good area to make a fort.
1: So then you just put like, what do you you, you use, like a broom or something? Yeah.
0: So the one that I'm specifically thinking of, they have mattresses tucked under their beds for sleepovers. So I pull those mattresses out into the middle and then, and I actually will include a picture of this because I have one. One, and I've gotten permission from the family to use that picture. Um, and so I'll slide those where, where beds can out. They, where
1: can they find the pictures?
0: They can find the pictures at uh, Chronicles of Nania on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Oh, my goodness. And Nania is spelled N-A-N-N-Y-A. There you go.
1: Um, but you pull it, so you pull the mattresses. So pull out. the
0: mattresses out. Stick the broom in between those mattresses so it stays upright. And then you drape a blanket. And then you drape a blanket or a fitted sheet over top, uh, connecting it to the edges of the bed. Right. Um Just as we're talking about this, the realize, bed knobs. Yep. Yeah. And broomsticks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your genuine excitement at that discovery because <laughs> it's true. You mentioned both of those things, you're right. I did. That's, that's not need. Um, Is that what that movie's about? It's about forts. I've never seen it. Is it about blanket no, forts? Oh, no, okay. it's not. That's fair. Um, but I was, just, I was just like, I realized I'd never really built any blanket forts. But
0: yeah, they're really, really fun. You can also use. And they also
1: grow up in the country, so we would just put up a tent out yeah, in the yard. So. Yeah,
0: that's. You can also put up a tent inside a living room. If family has a tent. And you build that inside the living room, the kids go crazy.
1: Probably did that, but that would be, yeah, yeah, I probably would have just, we probably just put up a tent instead of a blanket fort. Now,
0: I will extend this warning. Once the children know that you're good at fort building, (laughs) you will be asked to build forts Mm, almost daily yeah um so you have to maybe have special occasion forts or (laughs) things like that or or your quick quickly built forts sometimes i'll build them just out of couch cushions that are meant to be destroyed in seconds but also easy to put back together in seconds uh if if it's just a buying-me-time sort of fort. Yeah. If it's an all-day excursion, then you put some time into it. (laughs) Uh, It's also a really great way to encourage reading if children are at the age right on that precipice of being able to read um, and not necessarily wanting to go off by themselves and read. A lot of times you can build a fort and say, like, we're all going to read inside this fort. Um, And something that I often do with the kids that I nanny is I bring my own books um and we have reading time where all of us will read together and that's with a little bit older kids right but um even with the two-year-olds that i've worked with if you take out a book and give them a stack of books they'll flip through them quickly but just getting that like reading bug in their system of like oh this is fun
1: right and you're you're saying with bringing books that you bring yourself to because they're not they're it's a treat when you show up with them or they're not bored with them
0: yes um and so and target uh about once a year in their dollar section will have classic novels um for a dollar and so like i got a little princess and read that to some of the girls that i nanny and they really really enjoyed it um and so a lot of those ones that are just beyond copyright (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> Our, oh we're
1: getting in a copyright law now okay yeah, well,
0: exactly um we'll be in there what, for 1920. yeah yeah <laughs> um or ones that they can just produce really really inexpensively right, right, right. um the bfg is gonna cost yeah but a little princess is okay. yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah but something from the 70s copyright still exists on right that, you know, but um 1870s fair game fair
0: game so yeah and so then you're you're reading with the kids and there is this excitement for when you all get to read together right um And then also sometimes I will bring my own book uh, and we will – like an adult book that only I'm going to read and we'll just have quiet reading time where we're each individually reading. And that I for sure do with older kids who are ready to read, Um, especially with reluctant readers. Um, It it really helps them because everyone's then reading. And so – they're not having to go off by themselves. Cause I found with reluctant readers, a lot of the time it's the fear of missing out that they have yeah. to go off and read all by themselves. Well, and
1: when I was a kid, I was somewhat of a reluctant reader. I mean, mm-hmm. I still am. Yeah. And- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but it was like, like uh, a big thing for me is just, it, it feels like homework. Right. That's a part of why you know I I get impatient with books. You know, or or it's like with me, like the books I like are are nonfiction. So at right. least if it's if it's gonna kind of feel like homework, I want to learn something. I yeah. want to get kind of you know that out of it. So that's why with novels I get bored sometimes. But even as a kid, it was like oh you need to read a book. Like why? Because people need to read, and right. then that would that never registered me a reason to read books right to so be like i no i look it's either something you want to do or you don't want to do it's not something you just do to show the world you're doing it you know what i mean
0: right but if you build a fort and you all go inside no, I'm the saying. fort I'm and sa- actually, read together that
1: actually probably would have helped me yeah and like i'm in school like when it would be a quiet reading time for everybody i would read you yeah know? I, you know i wouldn't get a lot done because i just i would be easily distracted as a child but, <laughs>
0: but. yeah um but that's that's something that I have found helpful um, with reluctant readers is is actually building a fort and making it cozy inside. Yeah, um, is very helpful because uh, then you're also showing that that you're putting in work too. Um, nice to like help them feel comfortable with reading. All right, so we're going to wrap it up for this week. First
1: episode. Yeah. How does it feel?
0: It feels great. Awesome. I'm really excited great. Uh, to share all these ideas. And then we are going to end every episode with a fun quote, just to end on a nice light note.
1: Fun quote from the kids.
0: From the kids. Um, From what? From the kids. Yes, from the kids. I thought you said the kid.
1: I might have said that. Okay. But I just—you just made it sound like fun quotes. So just oh, like no. is, Then you're gonna. From. I was just—I was just establishing we're not. Okay. You're not just gonna read like a movie quote. You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be an each, Abe Lincoln quote.
0: <laughs> each week we're gonna end the episode with a quote from a kid that we have nannied, are currently nannying, um things like that. Yeah, so a
1: little, like a little dinner mint.
0: A little, a little dinner little, mint. Something light. Take with you a little laugh to (laughs) send you off into the week. Um, so for this one, the a little bit of setup, it was so hot on this day, so so very hot, and we had a long way to walk from the parking lot into the nature museum. Uh, and a car did not wait for us to walk, even though we had the right of way and a crosswalk. Mm -hmm. Uh, it just drove right on through and kind of scared us startled us for a second and the little girl that i was with uh she's seven um said well that was rude but i get it it's too hot to be nice (laughs) (laughs) which just was perfect and
1: after this summer in chicago she's not wrong she's She's not not and it was this summer in chicago (laughs) and on
0: one of the hottest days yeah and, yeah, it was. It was too hot to be nice. <laughs> well, great. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Logan, for of being course. here. Of course, It was great to have you. I'm excited you.
1: to see where this goes. I'm excited to, to help you do it. I think it's great.
0: Thanks so much. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. The Chronicles of Nanny is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Narnia and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email Narnia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening!